Well, grab a seat, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Dean Davis to flip. We uh, are flip. Back in unfortunate COVID formation. Social distancing is in effect. Except for uh, Florida. Except in Florida. And Texas is begging to open up, and everybody has their guns out in Michigan at the Capitol building. Oh, gotta, gotta love militias. <laughs> Uh, but we got a lot to jump into. One thing that we've been wanting to nip at for a minute, but Ryan has been holding us back, is Kyle Larson and NASCAR. He'll be the first one that takes oh, this L yeah. that we're about to pass out. I got a little story. I went for a run today. So, of course, I got to tell you my in the streets with COVID experiences. All right. Uh, yeah, it's just definitely a oh Anyway, I'm Kenneth Davis. You know the next guy up. His name is. D. DeMonstro. What's happening, everybody? Hey, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at D. and Davis Show. Once again, it's at D. and Davis Show. Simply click on the profile and go to the link. You'll find a podcast and videos throughout the internet universe. All right? Hey, make sure you also follow us on, on Facebook.com forward slash D. and Davis Show. I'm on Twitter, Demons one D-E-M-O-N-Z-E-1. That's a Twitter and IG. Ken is on Twitter and IG at That's Davis. Executive producer of the Dean Davis Show. And this is by everything. Ryan Bukoveski. Ryan's on Twitter at Ryan B. Ski. And IG, Ryan B. Ski 1. And Sydney Brown. We are Rig Radio writer. Uh, all around good dude. Hey, make sure you follow Sid on Twitter at SidKid80. It's IG as well. SidKid80. Real quick, it's been it's playing uh, top boxing matches all day. Right now, it's oh, okay. uh, Felix versus uh, Oscar De La Hoya. Mm. Uh, so definitely picking him, chewing the day. Check, check it out today. I'm surprised they're not showing some uh, basketball, at least the Bulls, old Bulls games leading up to tomorrow's. Uh... Maybe maybe they'll do it after. Or I think leading up, they'll probably do it. But maybe they'll also start running them during the daytime since they, it's coming on regularly, start running them in. Yeah, what time is it coming on? Like 7 our time, 7 central? I believe eight. so. It's eight. It's eight. Yeah, eight I believe it's nine uh, Eastern. Okay. okay. Eight o'clock now. Okay, cool. Okay. So anyway, I got up and ran to the store this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in there uh, somewhat. It's kind of fun. This one lady comes past me. She's, past me. She's so happy to be outside. She's like, I'm just so happy to be in the store. And I just laughed at her. I was like, I feel you because driving, I haven't driven two weeks maybe. Mm-hmm. And driving, it felt really good. I need to put some air in my tires. But uh, since my car's just sitting for the most part, but driving felt exceptionally good today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but while I'm in Jules, I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm looking for Tylenol. I was like, man, grab some Tylenol or whatever. All the Tylenol was gone. I only had children's Tylenol. And I was thinking like, oh, she just ups the doses. But then I didn't get it anyway. But while I was wow. over in the corner by the pharmacy, mm-hmm. uh, this guy came over there and he was looking for, he asked for Benadryl. But before he asked Benadryl, he coughed. And I was like, whoa. What, kind, I, of cough, what kind of cough was it? It was a, it was a, Right. And I said, whoa, he had like a cloth mask on. See, I had them cloth joints. So I'm like, no, I swerved. I swerved. Like, whoa. With the basket. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, that Rona. Um, so that was definitely interesting. And then, of course, since I was right there on 75th Street, I went and got some Popeyes. Uh, of course. Got to get your COVID chicken on. But the, the thing about getting the Popeyes, <laughs> I, I got, I took, I, I left Popeyes and I got in the left lane and this guy was crossing the street from KFC. And I just felt like, what's wrong with you? You go out here risking, he walking, you out here risking your ass and you going to get some KFC and Popeyes is right there. 
Mm. You, you crazy. <laughs> Wait a minute. It's that KFC hooked up to Long John Silver. That's what I was about to say. Maybe you got some some shrimps, some Long John Silver. But you know that Long John Silver isn't good enough for you to be like, I'm going to go with that over Popeyes across the street, right? Man, I haven't <laughs> had Long John Silver since probably like 1992. For you. Do they still exist? Yeah. yeah, they, yeah. But it used to be one D, since you live around here now, it used to be one on uh, 80, 87th uh, over there by Pete's. Oh, really? It used to be like a block down. It used to be a Long John Silver in high school. We used oh, to dip over okay. there back in the days uh, or, or whatever. But anyway, and I was in the drive through line. The lady told me the person in front of me bought 40 pieces of chicken. 40? Like, yeah. That's a roller party. Man, we should go on a uh, party with Dak. Go on a party with Dak. <laughs> All right. Definitely it's time to jump into the show. Dan Davis and Flip. Uh, Kyle Larson was fired Tuesday by Chip Ganassi Racing, uh, completing a stunning and downfall from the budding NASCAR star who uttered a racial slur during a live streaming virtual race and then watched as nearly every one of his sponsors dropped him. The 27-year-old is from ESPN. Larson in his seventh, uh, seventh cup season with Ganassi and considered the top free agent in NASCAR uh, just three days ago is out of a job and what could be a eight-figure blunder. Damn. Larson was competing in an iRacing event on Sunday when he appeared to lose communication with his spotter on his headset. During the check of his microphone, uh, Larson said, you can't hear me? That was followed by the N-word. Bubba Wallace became the first active NASCAR Cup Series uh, driver to weigh in via social media. Everybody doesn't know Bubba Wallace is the only black uh, NASCAR uh, driver. Um, he weighed in and said this. What Larson said was wrong, whether in public or private. There's no gray area. He also said that uh, Larson's pride and emotions were shattered. The two of them had a conversation. He said, we discussed why he chose to lose that language. And I shared my thoughts and I told him that it was too easy for him to use the word and that he has to do better. He has to do better and get it out of his vocabulary. So listen, a couple things when this first happened shot across my head. Uh, mm -hmm. I know one of the drivers told Kyle, Kyle, your mic's hot, bud. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, they we also can hear you. Yeah, thank you. And they also said uh, they visually some of them seem like uh, a gap, like whoa, what was? But no one called him on it. Like, what the hell are you saying? And then I start thinking even more about this. How often does? I mean, clearly he uses this. This is in his vocabulary. But what about with on pit road? Like, is he is he calling his pit crew and saying this? I would think he is. And no one has called him on it. And the, the first articles came out. I was reading this article in ESPN last week, and it was talking about how. This has undone so much of the work that NASCAR has tried to do to, to try to close the gap with minorities or whatever. Uh, but still, to me, I still think that the gap is there because I feel like Cal was probably using this word and nobody was saying anything about him. It's just he got caught using it doing that high racing. But what would trigger him to drop an in Because that's what we're thinking. He said, he said he's comfortable with using. No, he said there were. It's not even a question. What in the world would trigger him to say that? Rap what music. happened? Rap music. Okay, but in See, the in the I circumstances, like what where did this bit. come from? Is there like, and he's part he's Asian. Seven. He's a, he's younger. half Japanese. He's half Japanese too. Oh, I okay. feel like I'm just pointing that out. I'm just saying it matters. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that I think the younger generation is very comfortable with using the word just in general. You are Ryan. No, the younger generation. <laughs> That's what I feel like. People talk like that too often. I swear for. <laughs> I, Ryan, Ryan, no, 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 Ryan, I agree with you. No, 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 I, Ryan, I agree with you. But this is the thing, though. But what would trigger him to say that if I'm racing something, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a virtual, any kind of video game, right? I'm playing PS4 and something happens. The N word is not going to fly out of my mouth. I would but say, I would, but I would think of another curse word. If you're an idiot that has like replaced the N word with dude, 
that's how it can just come out where you're tell not us, even thinking about it. Tell us more about this, Ryan. Oh Lord! Look at this! Look at this! Look at this. <laughs> Waited you for see, you to see, take a shower for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> you seem to understand a lot about this, right? It's just, it's oh, I mean, I, to me, no, I, 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 I agree. I, I do think, and I was, I'm not just totally joking when I say rap music, but I think that oh, I agree with that. Just from from younger kids aren't being chastised and reminded that they shouldn't be using that word, and particularly kids that aren't black. And their friends, some of their friends that I, now I don't know how many black friends Cal Lawrence has though, but even because uh, in some of the articles I was reading about him saying he, he's trying to get closer with his Asian side. Uh, so I don't know if he's hanging in the hood too deep or hanging with bros too right. hard, especially being a NASCAR driver and there's only one in Bubba Wallace. All right. So again, it's him being young and again, g- growing up in the tannin of America. And also, you know, I- I'm not going to sit there and-, and just cape for him. Also being racist. Like you may not uh, think you're racist, but if you're running around, you flinging around his words. Right. I, I would think it would be something like shit or motherfucker, you know, it, I wouldn't think I would say then. I don't know if he was cursing but, yeah, for I that. D. I don't think he was saying. Yeah, I don't think he was mad. I think he was oh, like. Okay. I think he was like, "Hey, do, can you can you hear me?" Yeah. Yeah, I think he was yeah. like he was doing that. D. That's how he was using it. He Yo, was like, "Dude, can you hear me?" Yeah. Like, something yes. Stupid then, like that. Yes. Oh man. Okay. All right. I'll follow y'all. I'll follow y'all. Because I thought yeah. it was something like it. Because the story is, I mean, mm-hmm. it something happened. It, the the race dropped off, right? And that's why yeah, he was but, upset. It, now, well, he couldn't know. communicate with whoever is on his headset. You said it was his dad, Ken? No, I don't know, know who was on his he headset. He was communicating. His eye check, they said his, 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 uh, during the check of his microphone, Lawson said, can you hear me? That followed with the N-word. I think they said that his, um, his, his headset connected. Someone runs the headset, I believe, and that he lost the connection with that person. This, uh, with his well, head, he he like well, he appeared to lose communication with his spotter on his headset. Okay, all right, and they're doing this because they can't obviously be outside driving mm-hmm. around or racing. Yeah. But you know what? It's also too. It's kind of interesting. That would be one sport. I guess the only thing. I, no, the pit crew. The pit crew. That's what I was about to pit say. Crew. Obviously, yeah. the fans are away. They're in the stands, but they couldn't be. They don't have to be there. Honestly, yeah, but, all yeah. it is you kind of watching it. But I guess oh, you just, pit crew. just drive, son. You ain't changing no tires. <laughs> Keep going. Just open up. Go. <laughs> No fuel, no re- no fuel refill. Whoever whoever goes the furthest, you win. Ken, I thought you brought up a good point earlier. How you said that this undoes, like how people have been saying this is undoing the work that NASCAR has done to be inclusive. And you brought up the point. Who's checked him on this? Because he's obviously using this too. I wonder if the pit crew is basically all white, and you know how you get that team mindset where like, mm-hmm. oh, we're not gonna rat on our guy. And then mm-hmm. maybe there's the power influence too, because you know that the brands are behind this driver. Hey, we don't want to just cause drama with the driver because we're not as as a as uh, valuable. They'll kick us at our ass out of here, and that's why it just shows where NASCAR has to come so much farther. Like, how can you let this go around unchecked, no matter what? Yeah, if you're if they're if they're that comfortable, guys, and obviously it's going through the headset or whatever like that. But they have been over the past, I would say maybe ten years. So I think Michael, Michael, not Michael, Magic Johnson tried to get in NASCAR. I believe Nelly tried to get a team, or he had a team. It was a, it was quite a few, and also too, I think it's like a black family. Um, I might have to find a report, but I think we're like a black family that owns a racing, um, not, well, you own a team basically, whatever like that. Uh, they yeah. were trying to get into it. But no, listen, driving is a universal thing. Obviously, all races can do it. NASCAR just being in the deep south, especially in the deep southeast, 
obviously with the racial issues is down there as well. You've never been really inclusive. So no, I listen, hats off to NASCAR because in the sense, well, no, 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 I'm going to back. Not hats off to NASCAR because obviously they probably did that. You, no, 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 where no, are no, you no, going? No, no, I was about to say hats off to NASCAR, but obviously no. But hats off to the endorsers, endorsements that he has because it's kind of, they don't want to have anything to do with this dude. Go ahead, bump you, man. We can find somebody else out there driving who can go out there and do what you, who, who can go out there and do it as well. He's of course, you, and listen, McDonald wasn't. I'm sorry, sir. McDonald's wasn't gonna be able to keep this oh, kid. He no. dropping. So I'm not shouting out to the endorsers either. It's gonna be a bad look for. There's no shouting out in this, this situation. Hey, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm shouting out to him just to get rid of. <laughs> they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Sid, go ahead and answer. Uh, here's the thing: we all as humans have to be responsible for what we say. But if you say, uh, if you talk dirty, uh, quote unquote, in your house, that's your business. But we out in public. Not everybody has to agree with what you have to say and, and what you have to say in certain words that you use. But we all have to be responsible when we step out of our, our house. Too many people. Seem Wasn't to he in the house? You know, you know, like if you use the N word, oh yeah, no, no, I agree with you. I agree. With you. But, but in Carl Larson's position, he's a public figure. He has to be mm-hmm. extra cautious, extra responsible because. He, he thinks that he could do whatever he wants. It comes back to show you that he can. He doesn't have that have that quote unquote protection. Yeah. All right. Uh, during New Rules uh, segment on Friday's episode of Real Time, Bill Maher waged into some contentious waters uh, when he argued that it should be perfectly okay to refer to coronavirus as the Chinese virus. Oh, this is no shock on his ass. Exactly. Of course, the Trump administration has been trying since March to popularize the term Chinese virus, which critics say is racist and may have inspired racist attacks on Asian Americans. Mm. But in Maher's view, the term is useful for understanding where the infliction originated. Not only that, he argued that China bears some of the responsibility for spreading it. Scientists who generally uh, pretty, are pretty liberal have been naming diseases after places they have come from for a long time, Mar said in the segment, delivered uh, the rest of the episode from his house. Zika is from Zika, the Zika forest. Ebola is from the Ebola River. Uh, the Hata virus is from the Hatsin River. Uh, this is the West Nile virus and uh, the Guinean worm and Rocky Mountain spider fever, of course, and the Spanish flu. So just pointing out that usually you name the virus from where they originate. But usually they, that, even the places that I, uh, I name like Zika, like when you hear Ebola, you usually think, okay, it's happening in Africa, like when you hear Ebola, right? But, but you, you still don't think about it like, I mean, I guess you think about it as, as an African infliction, but you don't, don't look at it as like, damn you Africans. That Ch- Chinese virus has right. a little bit of like, swap, swap on it. Yeah. Let me say this though. I'm I'm not um, I'm a layman then when it comes to this I don't know exactly how much information how forthcoming uh, China was initially I know it seems like the administration said China was forthcoming sometimes they walk it back sometimes they don't walk it back so I don't know if uh, I mean it would still seem like maybe China does uh, bear some of the blame because even when we know what happened there uh, yeah they told us as soon as the doctor that died uh, after the doctor had passed they still did some lockdowns with that but we don't still don't know how much stuff got out and what happened so I'm not trying to absolve China uh, but I don't like doing racist ish and how the Trump administration was trying to use it to me it comes off as being racist so I'd rather not use that term 
Right. See, my whole thing is okay. You name it from a. You name it for like you said. Yeah. Well, Wuhan. Why not the Wuhan virus? Well, I thought initially. I thought initially they were saying that. They. I thought they were calling it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, it kind of did a little bit at the yeah, beginning. Of the same. At the like beginning it. of it, right? Because it came from that particular spot. If someone mm-hmm. originate a ground zero, a patient zero, in the sense of a, a particular uh, location, yeah, you do kind of name it after that, right? But the thing. Not is, always though. Like HIV. Oh, uh, that's true. That is true. That is true, Ryan. But typically, you do kind of name it up. But where the, wait, where did HIV originate? We don't did know. Did it originate do we? in Africa? <laughs> oh, there we go with some more of that is. There we go. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Is that factually incorrect? I have no idea where HIV originally started from. But this. But my point is, I'm with you, Ken. Why? Why would you? Why would you call? Why would you call that? You're not going to go over and and like just. You know, punched around the Nile River. Oh, you damn Nile River! You gave us this. It's hitting water. It's splash, splash, splash. No, you're not gonna do that. And you know how racist a lot of people can be, because we've already seen a ton of different, uh, a ton of videos about how Asian Americans are being targeted because it's something called the Chinese flu or Chinese flu, whatever they was calling it. Because the Spanish flu. We had the Spanish flu back in the day, but that was 1917. You talking about the prime, prime, prime time of being racist. You know what I'm saying? 1917 is <laughs> 2020. So you don't have to name something after you know it's going to be named or have connection with a particular people. You're not, you shouldn't do that. It has a name, COVID-19. But no, you know, I think people know exactly what they're doing when they're going around talking about, oh, it's the Chinese flu. Or we were, I think we talked about it before, how someone in the White House went up to an Asian reporter and said, oh, yeah, it's the Kung flu. It's the Kung yeah. flu. What? What? Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's, that's crazy. It's crazy as hell. So no, you, it has a name. The virus has a name. COVID-19, the coronavirus. It has a name. Use the technical term for it because you know you're going to get put. You're going. You know you're going to put people in danger because you've given a license to the idiots out there to do something stupid. So I, I don't get. I get it because people are super racist, but it's just it's just stupid on so many levels. The one right. thing I'll give uh, Bill Maher, I kind of agree with Ken. Your stance. I'm not for this, but we shouldn't absolve China, I don't think. Mm-hmm. And especially when you hear those Wuhan wet markets are reopened again. Oh, where man, that's they, the belief they... origination. It's just like, right. I don't trust what's going on over there. But, but this... <laughs> and a big investigation is going on. But, but, but think about this, though, Ryan. It's, I agree with you. The government has been on, some, been on some fuck shit, right? It's the government. It's not so much the Chinese people. It's yeah. the government. No, I agree. Yeah, but, but the thing is, people get it confused. They, they look at Chinese, and they're not, they're not thinking about the Chinese government. It's thinking about Chinese people. So that's where the misconception comes. I agree with you. None of them has been... On the up and front, our government has been on up and front. The WHO hasn't been up and front, and definitely the Chinese dictatorship has been up up in front. A lot of this shit. Oh, uh, like, even though we we kind of we kind of do know this, so I want to be fully clear that we have heard the HIV originated in Africa. Mm-hmm. Uh, it comes from the, uh, the the Republic of Congo, what is now the Republic of Congo, and basically they're saying people got it from uh, being hunted, eating, uh, I believe, monkeys or something. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, think it originated in primates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, uh, a, a virus that completely take out your immune system—that's that's crazy as hell. And obviously, people, uh, not enough people, uh, have survived this uh, virus, this coronavirus. I but, wonder what man. monkey meat tastes like. 
Mm. <laughs> it's got to be muscular. mostly muscle. Yeah. It's got to be dry, I would yeah. think. But you, can, you would cook it somewhat rare because you know, it's like lamb or something like that. Where, well, what about like a silverback where they got to eat all that like that calories leaf, it, and they got that, that big bet, fattiness I, to them? I too, bet you eat if you had nothing else to eat. You'd probably get a nice T-bone out of them. You I, bet you eat it if, you, if that's the only thing is around. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah if, I was, if I was starving, I'd fuck a monkey up. Wait a minute, wasn't yeah, that the, yeah. wasn't that the Indiana Jones that was eating the monkey brains? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. Okay. All right. Delicacy. Delicacy. Yeah, we, yeah. It's like chillers down south. Oh shit. <laughs> hey, <laughs> listen. There is one thing I've always wanted to try in Africa because I was just channel surfing and one time they were showing like cuisine, like out in the rustic nature part of Africa. Like basically man versus wild, how to survive if you were mm-hmm. on the African plains or something. And one of them was this beetle. Literally, you just like rip off the head. And I think the legs, and you put a little salt, and it's supposed to taste amazing. Ooh, I'm alright. And I was like, man, I wonder if I would try that. Mm. I don't know about that. Mm, I, don't know. I don't know about that. Larry sauce on it. <laughs> Just a little sea salt. A little, little sea salt. <laughs> like, mm. Yeah, it's a little salt, <laughs> it and then it's good. Yeah, okay. Then, Listen, then, then you come back with that Wuhan virus. <laughs> what the hell happened to Ryan? <laughs> exactly. We need to find out about this. He got that he got, wet beetle markets. Yeah. <laughs> he, got, he, he got that beetle bug. No, I mean, but I, I, one thing I will say, I, I heard this from Bill Maher a while ago. He was talking about our digestive system and how we can just eat. Like humans can eat just about anything. It'll pass through us. Our digestive system is built to like just be able to take a lot of shit, <laughs> eat a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? So no, yeah, you remember should. we used to not cook meat back in the day either. Yeah, just yeah. Eat, eat, eat it raw. Eat it raw. Yeah, man. No, you don't want to do that. But yeah, man. People, people around the world, man. There's so many different kind of things people eat. You know, I'm surprised there hasn't been. A lot more viruses like this across the world. I mean, you can get sick, obviously, for eating back. Was it uh, E. coli form on, on meat, bad meat, or whatever like that? E. coli. Um, e. coli. Thank you, Sid. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm surprised this hasn't happened a lot more. But that's but that's if it even came from the wet markets, because now people talking about oh, they, they, come, from a, they come from a lab. So mm-hmm. I don't think we never. I don't think we're ever going to know. We're never going to know because he's coming. Get us! They was trying to get us. What they, That's what well, I'm saying. What's they, going on? They basically uh, took out what? How many people in China? Was about a hundred thousand people? Not hundred thousand people died, but how many people died over in China? I mean, it was a it was a good amount of people died in China. Well, you Are just you? think like how many people die in general from this thing so far, and then they just open up the wet markets where allegedly it originated. Have you seen the beaches of Jacksonville? Are you surprised? People out there running to the beach. But they didn't originate in Jacksonville. I'd be uh, upset at them for going out on the beach and doing that too, if that's how it originated. I don't know. Plus, man. you don't want to be living in Jacksonville. No, you don't. You don't want to live. I hear it's I mean, a dump. Florida is something else, man. I don't, I don't know what the hell is going on down. Yeah, I don't really like Florida. Yeah, I don't like it that much either. All right. And <laughs> <laughs> in, in, in the middle of wartime, uh, president gets the coronavirus pandemic and facing re-election. Donald Trump took to the courts again Monday to make sure no one ever sees what really went on behind the scenes of The Apprentice. Oh, the rest of- oh yeah. So, because remember, what was it? Asthma? What was the black chick's name? I'm sorry, Omarosa. ladies. Oh, Omarosa. Omarosa. I, I believe she was one person that said he was throwing them in bombs or something mm. back in it around back there. But he's trying to make sure we don't get any of this before re-election. You know, listen, it wouldn't change people's minds to vote for Trump anyway. They'd no. be like, 
That's par for the course. I no. mean, listen, he's proved that you can just he can do damn anything, and people are still going to support him. I mean, I do. I would. So there might be a breaking point, though. He said, "Grab the woman's boo-hoo. Yeah, but think about how many and we people heard would it. Allow we, that to happen, though. We heard it. Like, like, what did he, what did he say? Second chance. <laughs> woo hoo. Grab him by the woo. The woo hoo. I mean, it'd be different. It'd be different if, like, we didn't hear it. Like, we, heard, we, like, we heard it, right? And people was, and, and Bannon was like, we may still, we, we may win. I'm saying one. the crazies on his side that love yeah, they don't care. They don't care. Yeah, I wonder if they were like, all right, we gave him a pass on grab him by the P because let's be honest, we want this guy in the office. I wonder if eventually even those crazies see enough crazy from him. Like, all right, no, he's no. did crazy. you see Michigan the other day? Yeah. <laughs> Did you see Michigan? And then he doubled down on it, talking about liberate these states. Like, did you see, like, these fools in Michigan? And listen, I, boy, I swear to God, if we would have pulled that on the South Side, they would have been coming to bashing our damn skulls. Oh, man. If we would have been out, out in the streets and these fools fully armed up with the militia and they're sitting there. And then one dude, I, I, I watched one person walk through the whole thing because I'm waiting to see when they're coming for me on that bad boy. And then finally I hear one person's like, they need to open it up. It's only Detroit. They don't even know how to bathe right. And I'm like, see, there it goes. Right? Somebody said that? <laughs> on, a, on a loudspeaker, he said the damn thing. Hey. Right? And I'm yeah. like, go ahead. No, you, I mean, you have Confederate flags up there flying in Michigan. Dum-dums. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Michigan. They're a part of the union. Uh, you have Nazis. Nazi uh, swastikas flying around everywhere. So that should let you know right there, yeah, these people ain't worried about what's going on with this with this lockup. They just want to they have they want a reason to be racist. They want a reason to go up there and shout and shit and do do, do foolish shit. It's it's actually a very I think this picture is going to become iconic too. It was a picture that a photographer took and it was them people that was outside. They were from the outside looking into the state house. Oh yeah, I do too. And they were screaming and they were I, I actually want to get it in my house. Oh my god. I actually bought that one. It, it looks like like uh the revenge Zombies. of the dead. Yeah, it looks like yeah. revenge of the dead. I was like, dude, I want that picture in my house. That listen, totally that picture is gonna last because that just lets you know these yes. these freaking people are fucking crazy, dude. I know and I mean, and then on top of that, real quick. What's up? What's up? The COVID is out there, out there, and y'all doing this. In like, are you? I mean, right next to each other, no masks on. Them, them guns ain't stopping nothing when it comes to this virus. Like, that was real. I can't wait to see what happens when all those people, where they spread that stuff for when they all went back home. Because they didn't come from the same place, basically. It was, they marched on the Capitol. Not at all. It's like, kind of like what happened down in Mardi Gras. You know, people went down there to party, and all of a sudden, what happened? Or down in, uh, no, was it Daytona? It was down there. Yeah, the uh, beaches. The beaches yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. They go yeah. on one spot, and then... It just goes around everywhere, see it. So I, I really don't. I, well, there we go. COVID. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, so people at one point, like as Ken said, they wasn't seeing in the same place in Michigan. But they're going to take it back if they have it. They're going to take it back to their communities. And my whole thing is, it's kind of like, okay, let me see what y'all think about this. See, you can go first. Okay, you out there, you doing all this this foolishness. You running around with your guns. You know what I'm saying? You think you're in the army with your ass and you probably work at State Farm. And your ass go back and you get sick. Should you be able to go to the hospital and still get some uh, care? You the, you, the, you the dumb dumb that went out there and want to roll around and bathe in the Rona 
But now your ass want to come up in the hospital and tell me, oh, I think something wrong with me. I'm a, I can't, I got a shortness of breath. The governor told your ass to stay in the house. Now I know it's some, it's some, some things up there in, in Michigan They was kind of a little bit further than other places, right? But your ass is out there and she told your ass to stay in the house. But you want to go out there and roll around the Rona and then if your ass gets sick, you're going to try to come to the hospital or come, come to try to get some assistance and then you want some help. I don't get it. Uh, side note, I'm uh, watching the beginning of a fight between Tommy Hitman Hearns and um, Marvin Hagler. Mm-hmm. Tommy Hearns looked like the the, the, the the most devilish pimp I've ever seen in my life with his Jerry Curl and his bad boy. I mean, he looked like a devilish 70s pimp. Oh, man. See, <laughs> I saw... I saw, uh, let me keep the side note going. <laughs> I saw Drink Champs. I've been going through podcasts. So I watched like the Floyd Mayweather Drink Champs. Uh, man, I don't know if I finished it. And uh, it, sometimes in it, you have to kind of appreciate Floyd and still him talking about he's being the greatest and all that. But it, I always think about these fighters between Hearns, Hagler, and uh, Sugar Ray Leonard, how he would go up against them, especially and particularly Hearns being six for one. But all right, my bad. Yeah, go yeah. No, go ahead, Sid. What, you, what do you think about all this? So, uh, what I was getting ready to say was these are people, uh, as you said before, a uh, reason to be stupid. And as far as the corona is concerned, uh, like I said, they're coming from different places. They're being selfish, thinking about themselves. They don't give a damn about the next man. And like you said, uh, when something happens to them, now they want to scream and holler and people come help them. But when it's somebody else, uh, go ignore them, talk to the hand and go the other way. I'm with you, D. If those those people are, were to come down with the virus and they go to the hospital and say, help me, uh, I'll, I'll refuse if I know for sure. Slow down with that. Reckless, if you're being yeah. reckless, it's like, no. Come on now. Y'all going too far with that. It's like that. But, you know, if you're being reckless, they tell you to stay at home. Well, y'all got cameras on all these people. <laughs> so how you going like, wait, hold on. Let me see. Let me rewind it right home. Like, I'm going to say, listen, I get, I, I, I get the sentiment, but you have to take care of people if they come in there sick. And it's unfortunate they were causing influx of more people in the hospital. It's because they were irresponsible, but you still should take care of those people. Well, they, they, don't, they don't even like this face, and I will say still take care of them. Well, you should have somebody stand over their ass and lecture their ass about how fucking stupid they were. Something, something, something needs to happen. I mean, how reckless and stupid can you be? <laughs> you stu- yeah. stupid motherfucker. You went out here, she told you to keep your ass in the house. How can you, you say this and not be with me on, we need to investigate China? <laughs> I, the Chinese government. The Chinese government, I'm all That's for That's what I'm saying. Yeah, hold on, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm about to say we need to put Wuhan behind bars. <laughs> have, y'all, have you guys seen how bad it is in Roseland's hospital? Like no. Roseland, the ICU is full. They still have people in the emergency room to get to needs to get there. These hospitals are packed up, and you're talking about taking an extra person just to stand over them and curse down on the person. Cuss them out. Just cuss them out. <laughs> like the nurses, they got time for this right there. We no, got, we got, got, they, 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 they don't even, you can't even have visitors in there, but you're going to bring in a heckler. We need a designated heckler. A preacher. Yeah. For the last writing testament? <laughs> Hold on, we got a heckler coming for a second. Oh, you brought your, you, oh, you was out there in the streets with your guns, huh? You was out it there. It looks like he has a Bible, but it's a textbook on all kinds of literature <laughs> that he's going to use. You, you, out, you, out there being, you out there being stupid in the streets, huh? <sighs> Bring juvenile in there. Out there being stupid. You rolling around in the road, huh? <laughs> Chapter yeah. one, why you're an idiot. <laughs> hey, man. The coronavirus pandemic uh, has shut down the economy along with its canceled sports events, concerts, Broadway shows, business conferences, and weddings. 
as many as 59 million people in the U.S. have lost money because of cancellations, according to new bank rate. Bank rate. How, uh, okay. how much? How much you say? 50 million people, 59 million people in the U.S. have lost money because of cancellations. Mm. Refunds, refunds have been hard to come by. Only 30% of people in the U.S. who spent money on canceled plans have received or will get full amount. We get the full amount back according to bank rate. Refunds for canceled events uh, would uh, would clearly go along in uh, helping cash strap Americans cut their financing losses. And an uh, indication of how tight finances are, nearly 30% of Americans will use the government corona stimulus check to pay their rent and mortgage according to a survey. People who asked hotels, airlines, and entertainment ticket sales for refunds were given future credit uh, credit more often than actual money, according to bank rate. Uh, many businesses are reluctant to issue refunds because, like so many Americans, they are staring down a dark financial abyss and holding on to the tight, holding on to that cash tightly. Yeah, I, listen, in my nine to five, well, you can just get a refund, so that's that's not an issue. But I know a lot of people who are looking for refunds and things of that nature, especially with airlines, they never give you money back anyway, dude. You don't think, I thought they always no, give you credit. Yeah, they give you credit. Yeah, so they probably just kind of hopped on that bandwagon. Yeah, who, like, you know well, what? We ain't give you that money. We but who says money. I want to ride on an airplane ever again? I mean, not to say me, I would take the risk. But I mean, we all have always said that this thing is going to come in cycles. One, when they open it up the country, it's going to come up a little bit. But two, in the fall, during flu season is going to come back. Dude, like, so you're giving me what? Like a two-month a two month window where maybe it's safe to get on the plane? Oh, like, that one. I'm just about to say right now, man, I'm not riding on no plane. Listen, I had that mask on this morning, man. Mm-hmm. I get so sick of that damn mask on my face mm-hmm. and breathing in my own hot breath. All right. Like, yeah. Like it's just, dude, it's I hard to breathe. Yeah. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. like, it gets to the point and I, I leave it on until I get home period. Even in the car. I don't I don't want to touch it or whatever. Cause I don't know what, what my hands are, but you tell me I'm gonna have to take a flight for two hours and I'm gonna, I'm gonna wear that. And on top of that, all the stuff that I made, t- I mean, I think I could do it and be clean, but that's a lot of risk you take in doing that, man. I wonder if it's going to be an uptick sale. In um, cars, after that's a good. That's a good question. Because good I was question. I was talking to someone. I, and I thought about like, that too. Yeah, I, w- I was talking to someone, and they took the metro and mm-hmm. work every day, and it was like I'm not getting on that. Metro. I thought about mass transit, not just for airplanes, but D. I thought this two weeks ago. I was like, all the pe- I thought about you actually. I was like, all the people to take mass transit. You still? Yeah, and I, I, said, I, I was like, I wonder how many people gonna start buying a car because if I was taking mass transit, I'm, and I don't get on there with y'all asses anyway. I'm like, I'm not getting on there with y'all asses anymore. Like, yeah, I, I know with Chanel because it did come out the gov. The governor said here in Illinois that uh, the schools aren't going back. They're, the school's done for the for the academic season, uh, year I should say. So I was saying, you know, when everything's getting open back up and the offices open back up, you know, what I'm saying I'm gonna have to get on the bus or whatever like that. Chanel's like, I could just drive you. So I'm like, all right, that's cool. But what's gonna get to the point, like you said, Ken? This is probably gonna pop up back, pop back, pop back up again later on in the year. When the flu season starts back up, right? Why? Because we don't have a vaccine for it just yet. Mm-hmm. So we, so at some point, she's gonna have to go back to work. Grace is gonna have to go go back to school, and I have to go back to work. So it's it's kind of like we all still gonna kind of still be exposed to it. But now we're talking about it, talking about how people are gonna be afraid of taking any kind of mass trans, Ryan, from buses to planes, whatever like that. I wonder if they, I wonder if they will, if you can, if you can afford it. You know, saying I wonder will it be an uptick in uh in car purchases. You know, one thing that I've noticed too, uh, the being outside, we haven't talked about. 
I like the fact that they put up all those sneeze guards over everything outside. Yeah. Like I'm like yeah. I'm like we should sneeze guard everything now, man. Like just throw it up. Like it, it, it might be like that for a while. You, man. It should. You made as well, dude. You made as well for the most part. Throw them up any and everywhere that you possibly can, man, to separate people from, especially people like cashiers and stuff that have to sit there and stay with somebody right in their face. Yeah. Yeah. I was just getting ready to say, I take mass transit to work every day and, and just like I take the pace to, to get to my nine to five. And they started the last couple of weeks of not opening up the front door for the bus. You had to come in for the, back. the back. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so, so the, the, to the middle into the back of the bus is crowded, but you know, a person can only sit in that one seat in that row. And then they have a sign next to it says this seat has been designated not to be said. I forgot what it actually says, but It'll only have one person sitting in that one row. There's only two seats in a row anyway. So it's like the front of the bus, no one uh, sits there because, you know, of COVID-19. But the the middle of the bus to the back of the bus, uh, there's people sitting there, but they still had to be separated. It's not as crowded as it normally is. See, can you walk Can can? Because my aunt is a bus driver, and she showed me. She, she sent me a picture. There's a rope basically up in the front of the bus now because the same thing happened in CTA. You had to go through the back, and I actually saw a. You had the payment system. It's a. It's a, a yeah, that came out you, first. Yeah, that came out first before all this kind of happened. Mm-hmm. So you know, saying so kind of looking into the future. Yeah. Sense. But can yeah. can you you can you can you even get to the front of the bus at all? No, if the in the front of the bus door does not open, you can't get to it at all. Number two, there's no rope. And number three, the the payment um, system, yeah. the coins, and then where people use their venture cards, cards all, both of those uh, machines are covered up in plastic. Wait, what kind of drivers are wearing masks? What kind of PPE are you rocking, Sydney? What's up? What kind of PPE are you rocking to protect yourself on the bus and at work? Now, I use you the the mask that they gave out the last, a couple of weeks ago. I, I wear that to work, and obviously wear doing work, and then I have my Use your gloves or work gloves on, so I'm I'm good. But do you wash this mask? Is it a cloth mask? What type of mask is it? It's a cloth mask, yeah. Okay, so you basically full of that Rona. <laughs> I ain't got it. <laughs> I ain't got We're it. gonna have to drop some food off at Sydney Crib. Sydney, don't bring your ass out, out out the house. I'm gonna drop this chicken off. You stay in the house. I get back in my car. No, no, no fried chicken for me. Go, go drop it off and turn around and run away. Chicken. No, no, no fried for me. Here you go, Mr. Rona. Sydney, oh, Sydney, man, be, be self, be safe out there, Sid, man. No, yeah, no for I real. am. No, hey, am. be safe, man. Cause yeah. oof. it's it's tough. D and Davis to flip. We are back. Uh, put my water down for a second, hey. Uh, but as we was coming back, uh, Ryan dropped a little news on us about one Mister. Uh, who, who was it again, Ryan? Who uh, liked the Lamar Trump? Jackson? Lamar Jackson. Uh, There's a fan, a fan in the president. A fan in number 45. 45 said trust him. All right, Ken, you got the article? Yeah, uh, Donald Trump is apparently a fan of Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson. Amid his usual barrage of politically charged tweets, Trump quoted a tweet in a video from the night Jackson was drafted. The video showed Jair Alexander, Jackson's teammate at Louisville, or Louisville, reacted to Jackson being selected with the final pick in the first round of 2018. Alexander, the cornerback who went 18th, uh, to the Green Bay Packers was overjoyed when Jackson was chosen the thirty so the thirty second pick uh, in the two two thousand and twenty uh, with the uh, in the two, uh, well with the two thousand twenty draft NFL affiliate affiliate account the checkdown sent out a video and Jackson retweeted it uh, Saturday morning with a nod to Alexander later Saturday Trump commented on the video saying that it was really nice he also said that Jackson 
the 2019 NFL MVP uh, was a, a great pick. Jackson quoted the tweet, I believe, and was like, Trues Trump, like big Trues, like uh, what's his name? Uh, Ingram always says, uh, uh-huh. you know, yeah, yeah. he says Trues Trump or whatever. And some people kind of like was kind of looking at him side eye. Many of his fans, however, seemed uneasy about the interaction and his replies. That included his teammate, uh, tackle Ronnie Staley. He retweeted something like a little, a little kid giving him mad side eye. Listen, yeah, I'm a, I love me some Lamar Jackson. Boy, boy, you you about to mess it up, boy, 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 boy. Listen, not, not in Baltimore, dude. Don't do it. Listen, you you about this close. Listen, he about this close. Lamar Jackson is close. If they win the Super Bowl next year, his ass gonna show up at the White House. But then, what? Wait, Trump won't be that in. Right? Yeah, gonna hope, be, hopefully it's not. Gonna be crazy. Uncle Joe's gonna be in the house <laughs> <laughs> with no pants on and some black socks, <laughs> top of a suit jacket on. What's going on? Like, Trump. That could be Trump too. <laughs> hey, I love this quarterback, Leroy Jackson. <laughs> I mean, I mean Lamar Jackson. Ice, ice pick. He's like, you remind me of ice pick. <laughs> <laughs> you shoot a lot of hard like ice pick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, but look, I, I guess you. I, yeah, it depends on who's sending you the praise. Uh, uh, but you know, I mean, somebody praised you. Somebody sends a shout out to you. I guess you'd be like, all right, but he's young, choose, right? Choose. He's a young man. No, son, I'm not. He's re- learning, dude. I don't have the followers he has, and I'm not retweeting nothing that Trump says. Uh, playing credit to me, like, and being big it up, and like, that's that shit. Like, I'm not doing it, son. Listen, Grace, are- when Grace sees Trump's on TV, she's like, turn it off. Yeah, right, like, my, like, I, I have to try to correct Kenton sometimes. Like, I think we talked about it before when he uh, was like, asked me, was Trump the worst president? And I had to tell him the degrees of some of the presidents that we've had in the past. And of course, the first presidents had were slave owners. I had to like break down a lot and think we went through like, I uh, forget if it was Coolidge or uh, Woodridge when it came to uh, playing the, um, what was that movie? Uh, uh, Birth of a Nation. Birth of the Nation. And then being like, yeah, the, the worst part is also true. And just breaking down like, dude, this. He's bad, but there's been there've been other ones that are bad. Just try to so you know, yes, fuck levels, Trump. Levels to this. Yeah, but still mm-hmm. don't don't sit there and just let your bias cover up everything to it. Just like you said, D is basically levels to it. Levels. Maybe Lamar is a historian <laughs> and knows this. <laughs> facts. <laughs> <laughs> no, all facts, all facts. All right. Uh this one uh from the uh, the Ryan rundown list is uh, the first look at Dennis Villanueva's science fiction tentpole, Dune, has arrived courtesy of Vanity Fair. The first photos released from the movie depicts, I think this is Tim- Timothy Chalamet. Chalet. Chalet. Chalamet, yeah. Yeah, Chalamet. As the protagonist, uh, Paul Adridas, the character is seen walking into the native planet of Caledon uh, while the spaceships began transporting his family to their new home. Listen, I don't know about y'all, but uh, we really fuck with Dune in this house pretty hard. I mean, like both of them, like the one from Sci-Fi did, and even going back to the '80s, the original one, The Spice. So uh, I am interested in seeing the new Dune. Mm. Did you see the cast? This is like an all-star. Like they are propping this as the next big sci-fi like series. I don't know That's if you all the hype right now. Is it on Dune the video game? No, 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 Dune. Yeah, it's based off a book. Dune, you, 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 you've seen it. Like, they have, like, I forget the, the English actor who, when we were kids, that played it. But their eyes would be blue because the spice makes your eyes blue. And 
these big, huge flying worms, basically, they do the state, they till they till the soil and they, you need them to have, to have the spice and the planets the, this planet where the spice is, it's like, this is like crack to the whole galaxy, basically. So it's yeah, like the, big profits to it. The, liquid or whatever that ken is talking about i think it gives you like almost like supernatural powers or superpowers so it's this very like sought after liquid but it's like in like a barren planet yes guarded by these worms that are it makes it very dangerous and it's not like it's not everybody's going there to mine that stuff but they want it so he this character is going to be involved in doing that stuff so there's like a mix of almost like star wars star trek a little bit in this oh i know about don't do check out dunes check out doom man it's two i think it's just two versions sci-fi did a remake the original came out in like the early 80s sci-fi um, channel the sci-fi channel did a remake yeah they redid a remake like maybe 15 years ago hmm. a little bit longer i watched both of them uh, look, hey, uh, what's the name's in it? Um, Sting's in it. Like, it's dude, it's it's sick. Like, it's 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 weird. It's sick. It's erotic. Like, it's like dude. Like, Sting's father has a, a fetish for him. Like, basically, he wants to hump him, right? Like, and he's just this, yeah, he's like this disgusting dude. He just he worships Sting. Sting's walking around with no shirt on. He worships Sting. Like, look at my son. Oh, I love you. Like, it's yeah, but it's just it's it's and this came out in the eighties. But it's just it's weird. It's it's a it's a pretty good it's a pretty good sci- it's a pretty good science fiction movie. Sticking okay. with cool. uh, new things that are dropping. Whoa, 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 I, I think hold right on I'm sorry. Uh, just wanted to shout out a little bit about the production and the cast because the director has made some heavyweight sci-fi's already. Okay. I don't know if you guys have seen them, but Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I didn't watch the. I, I have. To, I, I want to rewatch the first one before I watch that one. You again. gotta watch that one. It's so good. He yeah. also did Arrival. I don't know if you guys saw that one. It's mm-hmm. a sci-fi one with Amy Adams. Yeah, yeah, Terrific know. movie. And he also made Sicario, which is in sci-fi, but that is uh, another interesting movie. And then on top of it, the cast that he has, which is a really good cast. You've got uh, Oscar Isaac, who was Poe in uh, mm-hmm. the new Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, Josh Brolin, Stellan Skarsgård, mm-hmm. uh, Dave Bautista, Zendaya, and uh, oh. Jason Momoa, and Javier Bardem. Mm. Okay, I've seen some pictures. Okay, Ken, now it's coming back to me. I saw some pictures on Instagram, and it was a picture of Zendaya, and her eyes were blue. And people were like throwing like crazy emojis, like, yes, yes, yes. I have no idea what they were talking about. Okay, now I know what you're talking about. All right, okay. All right, I'm going to look for it. looks interesting. Yeah. I've never never seen the original, but I'll go out there and try to find it. Hans Zimmer did the music, for God's sakes. (laughs) Wait, Zimmy? Yeah, baby. Okay. HBO Max has handed out three production uh, commitments to one-hour dramas from Bad Robot Productions, including one set in the Justice League Dark Universe. Oh, really? I figured you'd like that. In addition, HBO Max and Bad Robot have teamed up with a series of Overlook inspired by Stephen King's The Shining and Duster, an original drama co-written by uh, Latoya Morgan and Bad Robot's J.J. Abrams. All three shows will be executive produced by Abrams and Bad Robot's head of television, Ben Stephenson. Rachel Rush, uh, Rich, uh, Bad Robot's executive vice president of television, will serve as co-executive producer. Doesn't J.J. Uh, Abrams do something with uh, Westworld? Yeah. Bad robot, bad robot makes bad rob- Yeah, I thought so. I thought you so. Can't say, you, can't, you can't say it like that. We go, wait, like what? You got to say it like how at the end of Lost, how it always came on. 
Oh, bad robot. What yeah, bad robot. Yeah, okay, I remember that. <laughs> um, no, that's interesting. They're doing a Justice, Justice League Dark, so that's like Swamp Thing and uh, yep. Constantine. Constantine and all that. So that's going to be interesting yeah. to do. Listen, the one thing I will say real quick, I wanna, I've want to. i been trying to find it online, but I want to watch the Harley Quinn animated uh, show. It's like oh, I heard yeah. it's great. Yeah. R-rated. It's like mm-hmm. just foul if you want to watch. I watched the movie. The movie wasn't that bad. The, the Birds of Prey and Harley Quinn movie. I watched it. It was pretty cool. Um, I don't know if I probably it's it's a, it, it's a good streaming movie. I don't know if it didn't do that well in the theaters, but it's a it's a really good movie. If it's like okay, yeah, it's just something you can stream. Um, but uh, but no, I, I, I'm interested to see it about the uh, DC Dark, the Justice League Dark. That might be interesting. Do you think yeah. uh, HBO should just buy up DC? They do. They own them. That's what they need to do. Warner Brothers. But, but, but run it, though, is what Ryan is saying. Yeah, I think I think it's going to happen. Run it. Yeah, I, run it. I think that's what's going to happen, because I think they're going to do uh, Green Lantern is going to be on there. On yes, HBO that is one of the... Wait, 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 wait. Black Green Lantern? Or how? Which we, don't know. we don't it's know. It's an yet. untitled Green Lantern project. Don't know yet. Okay. I'm almost partial to... to was it John Stewart's the black one? John Stewart, yeah. I'm also I'm almost partial to him, but I grew up with Hal, so uh, I lean towards Hal. But I think I'm ready to go all black with my my land. Because it was I, the one uh, version I was at least was going around the net. They was pitching was going to be Hal and John. It was going to be like kind of a buddy cop kind of a thing. Okay. Uh, that was one iteration I, I read about, but uh, I think HBO Max is doing that. I think HBO Max is going to try to funnel all their DC because Warner Brothers owns all of them. Uh, they was going to try to and they can't everything. get Marvel. They can't get it. No, they can't. So they're going to go ahead and just funnel it and make everything on uh, HBO Max. Because I don't know what's going on with DC Universe. But I know the Harley Quinn show is on DC Universe. So I'd be interested to see how this uh, plays out. But J.J. Abrams, man, his hand is in everything. He, he had the Star Wars. Now he's doing this, what you're talking about, what's coming up soon. So, man, he's, he's somewhere everywhere. All right. As the corona pandemic impacts nearly all facts facets of life, WWE has announced Wednesday that it will be furloughing staff and implementing uh, cost-cutting measures in response to ongoing global health crisis. In a press release, Vince McMahon's uh, wrestling company announced that it will be reducing executive and board members' compensation, decreasing operating expenses, cutting talent expenses, third-party staffing, and consulting and deferring sp- uh, spend on build-outs of the company's new headquarters for at least six months. In addition to those actions, the company stated that it will be furloughing uh, employees, a move that the company says they believe will be, be temporary in nature while full-time employees are getting full load. The athletes who make up the on-screen stars work under contracts, meaning their departures are more concrete. Yeah, they're uh, they're all kind of like, quote-unquote, independent contractors, so they can kind of get let go out of their contract, whatever. So, yeah, I think it was up to 30 wrestlers that were let go. A lot of these guys, a lot women and uh, men, they, I think a lot of them wasn't like really being used properly, probably to their liking. So it was wanted to kind of get out like, anyway. anyway, out mm-hmm. out anyway, yeah. Um, but still, though, that still sucks. I mean, mm-hmm. this this has come up, this has cut across every industry across the world, and uh, some people you think like, oh, you know, some industries like, oh, no, I probably won't happen to them. And next next thing you know, you're hearing that they're being mm-hmm. furloughed or being let go out of their out of their contract. So. Uh, listen, man, it's affecting everybody, you know, and, and especially with wrestlers because they are truly independent uh, contractors. So it's not like they can just go to another uh, promotion. Because they can of, now? They can, but what I was going to say is a lot of promotions are down right now because mm-hmm. no one's able to go out to go see a wrestling mm-hmm. show. So you have the ones that's kind of like the independent promotions 
they're already they're not struggling, but they you know what I'm saying they're not WWE, they're not AEW, so they don't have the big backing like that anyway. And uh, like I got Jay Washington, he's a wrestler. He's been wrestling out there in um in uh, LA, Cali. yeah, Cali, yeah, yeah. He put something out about that. It's like, listen, man, we already having a hard time even trying to get onto shows to begin with because you know what I'm saying trying to get the independent promotions. Now think about all this top talent's been let go. They really can't go anywhere either. So it's kind of you know it's affecting everybody. Yeah. I mean, on top of this, they just got the uh, essential uh, right. declaration, and then he hits him with the woo wop. Yeah, yeah, that's really. Listen, listen, he's Vince McMahon spent a hundred million dollars of his own money trying to do XFL that, again. That, that guy, mm-hmm. that guy, God, he should just accept that God doesn't want him to have football league. No, I think that's it for him. I'm <laughs> so rich, I should get football. Well, he's like almost eighty years old. I think he's got to be in his seventies, at least, maybe mid seventies. Mm-hmm. So you know, what I'm saying. I mean, hopefully, no. Wish no one's uh, passing soon before you know, saying it's time to go. But I don't think he's gonna take another shot at that. That's done. I'm, Ken, you're 100 percent right on that. That's that's done. He could have saved that hundred million. Seventy four. He's seventy four. Could have kept that hundred million. Even though, listen, I think they probably would have got three years out of this one. Probably this iteration. Yeah. I feel like they kind of knew the market that they were in. Uh, we didn't get along enough time to see if the brand new was gonna wear off of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. I think they accepting that you could be a feeder system to the NFL was better than trying to go against them necessarily. Yeah, yeah, man, it's, it's cutting across everybody. All right, last one. Uh, in an interview with Entertainment Weekly, Alaskan Crabber and Deadliest Catch uh, Captain or Star Captain Keith Coburn shares that one of the biggest challenges of the season is competition with the Russian fishing fleet, which happens to be fishing at the same time. Which is so, Ryan, you put this in here for me. And it's funny, I saw the commercial like this past week and it was like, Russia's coming. I'm like, what? And I'm like, wait, y'all got, like, y'all, because for all right, so they're in Alaska, everybody know the, the, the Bering Sea, it's right there next to Russia. We basically bought Alaska from Russia. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, it was always interesting. And, and I've actually been kind of watching a few episodes this last couple weeks and I haven't really, like, this used to be my show. All right, like I used to be deep in the deadliest catch, like, a decade ago, like seven years ago, maybe at least yeah. I used to be like watching it. Sometimes I'm like, man, I could go up. I think I could do it. They only up there for about three months. Come on with 30 grand. That's a wild thing to do, man. And listen, it's not, for. It, I don't know if they, they believe it's for blacks too. Cause I've seen a couple blacks come up there and get bounced off. Like, nah, you're not going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, going back to it, the Russians have been over harvesting, illegal harvesting, excessively harvesting, and importing crab into the United States for years, uh, he told DW. That's what's really hurting our prices at the dock and at the store. This year, they're trying to clean up their act, whether they do it or not, who knows. But in effect, their season is starting a little late. So we're, we're racing the Russians to see who can get the crab to the market. Like, like we said, it should be interesting. And if anything, it was uh, something extra to do in quarantine, of course. Well, so again, it's, uh, if I was watching this, I was watching the episode and I don't know if he, Ryan, have you ever have you ever been a Deadliest Catch fan? No, I've only seen a few things here and there. I was watching an episode, and it's funny, and I don't I don't remember the names right now, but it was a, a it's a new captain. He's a real captain now, but this was from a few years ago when he took over his father's ship, so he was basically co-captain. And when he first came on the show, his younger brother used to be on there with his father. His, their father died like seven years ago. He was one of the main stars in the show. 
um, he died. And then you think like, what do y'all do with the ship when he dies? But the son who wasn't really a part of the show, but it was kind of coming on, he took it over. Now, like when I see it, he's like a grown ass man in this position, but he had some, some, some times where he necessarily was, was learning on the job and wasn't, was too harsh with his deckman and stuff like that. But it's, if you listen, if you got some time to drain, I'm telling you, put on some daily. Can you, you watching that season? I'm, I'm gonna catch a few episodes. Cause listen, the yeah. thing, I'm say, listen, Rest you get USA, baby. <laughs> USA, <laughs> look, you, you, you get. I mean, look, you're gonna see. They're gonna be on one ship, and they're gonna look across over at Russia's ship, and it's gonna be like Putin on there with his shirt off, coming right. at them or whatever. Drago crab legs. Say if he dies. He dies. <laughs> <laughs> Taking Alaska get, back. You get so hooked into it that you start to know when they start to pull the pots. That's what the the the, 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 the crab are caught in. They're called pots. When, so when they put the they, they throw the rope, they catch it or with the hook, they put it on the machine and they bring it up. And when it's bringing up, you can tell how much crab in them from how that machine is like either squeaking or how you like, oh, they got they got a lot of crab right there. Or when it comes up empty, you like, damn, they're gonna be out here both. Like I'm telling you, if you got a second, check out some deadliest catch because th- those dudes got some real jobs. Like those ways, how those ships are just sitting there flipping around. It's like, man, you could just get waved right off that bad boy. It's a, it's, it's a bit, it's a pretty interesting show. Is that the same channel that does the ice truckers? Yeah, it, I don't think they do ice truckers anymore. I haven't seen ice truckers. I think commercial. ice truckers is their, I think, weather channel, if I'm not mistaken. But it used to be, it used to come on yeah, history channel, yes. Okay. Ice truckers used to come on the history channel, which was. No, this is Discovery, right? With Deadliest Catch? No, wait. Yes, you're right. It's Discovery. I'm wrong. It's the, both of them were Discovery. They're Discovery. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're right. right. They're Discovery. I've never seen Delia's Catch. I never think I... I mean, listen, a lot of things can be entertaining uh, if you watch it and give it a chance. i never seen it before. I, I, I never would have thought maybe watching some guys out there catching fish and catching crab, but I do know with the waves and stuff, I know it's a, it's a dangerous job. Yeah. Wow, so you hate America, huh, D? America. America. <laughs> You're not trying to help the economy open back up. Listen, I'm a, I only eat fish, too. I don't like crab. I don't like, sea, I don't like uh, shellfish. But I like, I like, you know what I'm saying, give me some... Not USA for you, USSR. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> he was going to try to take you back, Russia, in a little while. He gets, he gets all his fish from a Russian uh, wet market. <laughs> oh, was man, this imported hey. out of Russia? Yeah, I only do the Russian catfish. Uh, real quick before we get up out of here. I watched a documentary last night. So our, our buddy Anton Deshaun, he's a... Uh, independent filmmaker, right? So his movie, the last movie he did, the um, uh, call center, it's on this streaming service called Quale TV. It's a, it's a service that's strictly like uh, African-American based streaming service, right? So a, a while ago, a couple of months ago, he's like, man, dude, I saw this documentary and I thought of you. I'm like, what? He's like, man, it's this thing called the debauchery ball. I'm like the debauchery ball. He said, "Yes, it's a, uh, it's based, it's here in Chicago, and oh, I think Lord. I met this guy, but it's all about house music, and you know how much I, everybody know I love house music, right? So he was like, "Yeah, man, it's this thing called a debauchery ball, but you just gotta watch it. You gotta watch." I'm like, all right, fine. So obviously we sitting around here, we ain't doing too much or nothing. So I thought about, it. I'm like, hey man, send me, give me your username, and password, so I'm going to check this out. So I'm like, all right, cool. He sent it over. I found it and I started watching it. And it's basically talking about the how house music started here in Chicago. But it's this dude named Kahari B. And I think I've met this guy in the past when my old man and other guys had uh, at rap groups together, right? My old man was a DJ. And I used to run around with him carrying eight crates, crates of records and stuff like that, whatever. 
And it's this dude named Kahari B. So he started having a birthday party. But he's like all into BDS, B, BDSM. Yeah, that's BDSM. Yeah, there you go. He's all into this stuff, right? So at first, it's like a little party here and there, and it kind of grew and grew and grew. They showed a party, I think the last one was in 2018. And when I tell you, like, whips and chains and a lot of nudity, it was one woman, a guy walked to this, to this couple, and he was like, hey, man, you mind if I tie your wife up and uh, walk, around the, walk around the party? And he was like, what? And the wife was like, yeah, I do mm-hmm. it. So they showed her, and she's half naked, showed her being bound and walking around the party. And he was like, well, how did you like? He's like, she was like, I orgasmed him six times. I'm like, what the hell is this? So I'm like, and it's a big thing. He had 500 people at this party called the debauchery party. So I know Ken, Sid, obviously, and Ryan, you're from here too, but this is, everybody looked like they had to be at least in their 30s and up. But I had never heard anything, or I have never heard of this party. Have y'all ever heard of this debauchery mm-hmm. law? Yeah, what kind of party is this? <laughs> well, when you thought of off, you? When, that's what I was going to say. He thought of you? <laughs> he thought of me. That's what? <laughs> He told his he told his wife Kirby, he's like, Man, I bet you D was single, he'd go to something like this. <laughs> and I was like, I would go to it, but I would probably be in the back kind of people watching. I'm not into being bound and changing. Sir, would you like to be bound? No, sir, I would not. But I'll stand in the corner and kind of watch it. I'm all into kind of like I'm into people watching. I really into I'm into people watching, just kind of see like, okay, what are y'all doing around here? But I was wondering, like, I had never heard anything like this, but this was like like 500 people in this thing, and it was partying. It seems like after the, giving the title, you didn't understand what was going to be part of this. Like, as soon as you said, debauchery <laughs> ball, I thought half-naked people, and then you said house music, so I was like, oh, half-naked people listening yeah. to house. Well, I didn't I, think it was going to be something on the up and up, like he was debauchery ball, and they, they out there just helping feed the children. I mean, I thought it was going to be some freaky, freaky, freaky. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I know the title of it, but you know how some people put labels on things kind of like, oh, you kind of like shock people for the shock value. Uh-huh. But man, I'm watching it. And it wasn't nothing that was kind of like, oh my God, I can't believe they're doing this. It was kind of like, oh, this is kind of interesting. I mean, stuff like that. I mean, people, I know of like, I guess like sex parties or stuff like that. Like, But it was nothing like that. I'm not saying it, but I'm just saying like, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, it, it even if, in a big city like Chicago, you can get 500 people together in Chicago land. Yeah. who all have, you know, something in common as far as they want to be half-naked and tied up. Yeah, I mean, listen, it was and like... They, they was for a good cause. It, it, listen, it was just partying, whatever like that, and they was, you know saying? Everybody was like, there's nobody shaming like that, so you had bigger people, you had smaller people, you had people... It, was, it wasn't that big of a diverse crowd. It was majority uh, black people. And one girl says, like, I never knew any like other black people was into this. And it was kind of like, oh, man, I'm coming out here. I'm coming out. I'm getting to an Uber. I just got some panties on. But then I get, and it's like cold outside because his birthday is like in December. He's like, I don't know. I think I should put some clothes on before I go. And then you get into the Uber and it's like, oh man, I did the wrong thing. So then he walk up and it's like, oh yeah, I'm at the right thing. Yeah, yeah. I love being naked now. It's like, wow. All right. But I was just wondering if anybody ever heard of anything like this before. The, the, the debauchery ball. Mm-hmm. The it was, fuck, it was. What nope. the fuck is going on? Dirty bitch. I'm just trying to go take us off this bitch. I just want to know if anybody heard of the debauchery ball. I just you, so did you watch the whole thing, D? I watched the whole damn thing. Hell yeah, I did. Did you <laughs> agree that it was for you? 
with the recommendation that you received. Oh, listen, I, I was bobbing my head a lot to the music. So I know I can probably get in there and, 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 and uh, listen to the music. Like I said, I don't want to, you know, they were saying like, yeah, come all black. You know what I'm saying? You could wear leather. You could wear this. You could wear that. And it was people in there. It was just living their life. He struck me as a leather man for the debauchery ball. I told Chanel I was going there. I'm just going. What, what's it? What was the joint? The guy? Oh man! Uh, oh, you talking about this lube the lube guy? The, no, no, no. With the zipper across his mouth, you can't see who <laughs> uh, he is. Yeah, you're talking about <laughs> the, the, standing in the corner like this, just watching the, the camp woman, the gimp from uh, the Pulp gimp. Fiction. Yeah, yeah, the gimp from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> but there are people walking around with like and balls in their mouth. You know, kind of if you go in there as a gimp, people are gonna be expecting to get something from you. Probably. <laughs> just with a, with a white socks hat on. Like, hmm, just stand up. Oh. <laughs> you watching, listen, I, you're watching that like filth. I wake up in the middle of the morning. I'm watching stuff on like the Russian uh, Nicholas and how he lost the empire at the beginning of the 19th century. How sick their son is and his love letters to his wife. But you're watching the debauchery ball probably with your meat in your palm. Enjoy your damn self. Hey, <laughs> no, no, me, me and the missus watched it. Me and the missus watched it. We was like, yeah, oh. I'm gonna go to see what. Yeah, we was just sitting mm, back. I bet you the BDS at home. The kickoff. <laughs> All right, I gotta, I gotta play it tonight, honey. She sleep. All right, turn, turn it back on. <laughs> Grace, go to bed. Go to bed, Grace. Have a good night, honey. <laughs> The Bachelor Ball. <laughs> no, uh, I just ain't never heard of it. You know, saying I mean, listen, we've been out, we've I saw we've partied across Chicago through our lives. Well, well, I got one. It. I got one. So back in the days when me and after first started dating, it was uh, me, her friend, and my former roommate, and we were downtown on South Loop, and they were having some uh, some type of party where like. All these dudes were out there in like ashes, chaps, chaps and leather. I see. Right, we was there. like, where the fuck are they coming? And remember, like the hill, the Hyatt. It's like, what the fuck is going on on this bitch? These tall ass white dudes, man. They was out there with they ass. They, they, they asses was blowing in the wind. Yeah, I got, I got, I got one for you. Go ahead. Me and Chanel first started dating, and I was going to pick her up on a date, and I had never been to the gay pride parade, right? And I had never been up that way. And I'm on Lakeshore Drive, and all of a sudden, a pickup truck pulls in front of me. And it was about three guys with the asses out going to the Gay Pride Parade. And it was, I mean, listen, everybody going to their party, and she grew up on the north side. I mean, we, never, we don't have a Gay Pride Parade on the south side. It, we just don't have one. So I had never seen it really like that before. And I'm, walking, I'm, I'm driving through like, man, what the hell is going on? Why is all these men out here with the asses out? <laughs> <laughs> and I picked up, I'm like, it was a pickup truck. I'm like, where the hell do you live? Like, what is this? <laughs> this is, this is up passing through. This is right. I'm like, I don't know where I'm at. I'm like, this is a culture shock to me. But no, man, if you ever get a chance, definitely check out the streaming site, Quality Quali TV. It was a lot of cool other things we watched on it, we watched on it too. Other, like little short films. Watch one about this uh, guy and trying to save his zombie daughter. That was something. It was, it was called Negro Land. 
Okay. Take us out. Hey, I'm just saying. Take us out, dude. Take us out. Take us out. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Hey, make sure you follow us on. uh... All right, Kyle Lawrence. (laughs) Hey, that's a damn damn movie. Kyle Larson. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Hey, make sure you follow us on Twitter and IG at D and Davis Show. Click on the link. You can find us everywhere. I'm Demond Spruill, Kenneth Davis, Ryan Bukovetsky, Sydney Brown. We'll check y'all out later. Please be safe and don't do anything stupid before you hear from us again. We gone. Keep your hands to yourself. The flip.